choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? What up? It's Kells. I'm back for another week. This is uh, Thanks for Asking Kells Radio. I'm Kells at KMGZ. Um, this is episode 122. So, yo, it has been uh, brought to my attention that my name is spelled different ways all over the internet. I just, I don't know, when you look at something long enough or you just don't pay attention, sometimes you miss it. So, um, I fixed it. So, it's Genghis Kells, like Genghis Khan. So, I don't know, I had an extra H in there. It's strange. I never noticed it until it was brought to my attention. So, if you, like, search me and, uh, can't find it, I, I, I believe I've changed it on everything, so it's G-N-G-H-I-S, there's an extra H in there before, and, um, I said all that because I've, I've been forgetting to mention I got this Patreon website set up, if y'all go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and you want to donate, you can um, but I think that that is still under the incorrect spelling with the G, so G-H-E-N, G-H-I-S, Kells, but I'm gonna fix it, but for right now, it's under that, so, um, I just said I was gonna throw up my donation button since everybody else is, I ain't even checked it, but, um, yeah, okay, so, boom, another week, let's get into the show, um, it's not gonna be long, because I'm tired, and, you know, I ain't gonna be talking about, I'm clearly, I'm, I really don't want to, I'm really, I'm clearly gonna talk about the shooting, but not for long, I won't be talking about it all episode, so, that's why I said it's not gonna be long, so let's start out with yours and negritude, and I have two, the first one is going out to everybody, every celebrity, every person, every whoever who is helping Puerto Rico while your piece of shit president uh, is doing nothing, so Rihanna for tweeting him, like yo homie, I don't know if you know, but um, Americans are, are uh, Puerto Ricans are American citizens, and um, they shouldn't be left to die, you might want to get some stuff down there to Bethany Frankel from I don't know, one of them housewives, is she a housewife? I think she won the housewife took a plane down there full of supplies, the, the cruise ships Everybody whose job it ain't really to help out Puerto Rico has been helping out Puerto Rico because the guy whose job it is ain't helped shit and uh, just got down there today and was fucking uh, tossing paper towels at people uh, stuck in a hurricane and telling them that the weather was great and, you know, good luck. So, Pitbull flew his plane down there to get uh, cancer patients out. Just anybody, everybody was helping you know, I just, I, I, I don't know what else to say, like, it's, I, it's like, I can't even get mad, because, you know, this show, this who y'all voted for, and in a little bit of way, I'm gonna get into a little bit, like, I, I've always said, y'all know if y'all been listening for a minute, y'all say, that, I say that we got the president that we deserve, and I still believe that, so, I only get so mad, um, and I mean, you know, it's, it's, we fucked anyway, because whether they impeach him or not, He's got the Supreme Court appointees. He's he's just doing so much damage that cannot be undone that, you know, 
we sunk regardless and I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand that you know sold yourself down the river but whatever the second one is going to myself for uh, my tux that I wore to Bourbon Ball thank everybody for their compliments and their retweets thank you I, you know, I, I cleaned up nice, and I was proud of myself. It took me a long time to pick that outfit. I went back and forth. Y'all don't even know I was going to wear so many different things, and then it was just stressing me out because, like, yo, I mean, I'm me and my dad is like girls like that. Like, weed is the niggas that. I mean, he's worse than me. Like, I don't, I don't take long, long. He, this nigga, this my daddy was the one. You know how usually you waiting on your people, you waiting on your mom or your girl, people like, yo, don't even start getting dressed till, you know, you see her putting her makeup on or whatever, that was my father, my father would have all of us just sitting there while this nigga was getting dressed, he was just, so I get it from him, but I don't take nowhere near as long as him, but the, you know, the indecision and everything, so, I finally was like, you know what, this is, this is, uh, I'm not gonna stress out, and, and the best way for me not to stress out is to keep it simple, and to keep it simple, just get a regular tux. You can't fuck a tux up. You really can't if you do it right, because it's designed to make you look great. So I got a tux. I, well, I already had tux pants. Just got a um, different jacket, I, and I and I and I was like, but I, you know, I want to jazz it up a little bit. So then I had like, I have two chains. Do I want to wear the two chain? I it, I went through a lot, and I finally settled on a happy medium. I wore the one chain. Went. And then halfway through, after, you know, I got a little sweaty, was dancing a little bit, then I took the bow tie off and went with two chains. So I made it a good night. I looked nice. I looked fly. Thanks for y'all compliments. I got to pat myself on the back because I did my damn self. Like, I, you know, I've been working out and everything, and I, I ain't know I was going to look that good. I looked fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> Yours in negritude to me. Um, okay. <laughs> um, moving on to current events. So... Bourbon Ball, it was great, it was fun went to Brooklyn, I, I don't never go to Brooklyn, um, it's mad far you might as well be going to the moon how long it take to get there but, you know, I went it's like my third or fourth time go to Brooklyn um, went to a milk bar it's a nice place, the, the, the event was nice, um, you know the, the, the um, I, I thought it was worth it, I mean, you, it was all you could drink bourbon and they had um, a, a table with shots that you could get shots if you wanted, or they had the bar where they have like three drinks you could choose from. Um, I was getting a strawberry joint with like some mint or something like that. It was it was decent. It was good. I thought it was worth. I had like four or five of them. I made sure I didn't play myself. I made sure I ate a nice thick greasy. Uh, what did I have? Chicken or something? I ate something that was like put something on your stomach because I'm good with this diet and exercise. Like I call myself doing. I'm good for like forgetting that I haven't really eaten or like I all I had was a salad and I and I feel and I forget that and then I go out and try to drink like I've you know had like a full meal and be and be fucked up so I was like all right not gonna do that so I had you know I made sure I had a hearty meal and then I was mixing it up with water that's another key like I learned old school I I know a lot of people know this already people got all the tricks and do this and do that and eat that the trick to being able to drink and not throw up and not be fucked up the next day is to mix it up with water so you take your drink, then you get water take your another drink, get water that's the trick that'll keep you, that'll keep you from you know, off the floor um 
yeah, so shout out, it was fun, I had a good time, met a lot of people, some of y'all, I, I was waving and talking, I didn't really know who y'all were, <laughs> so, apologize, I get that from my grandmother, my grandmother used to come up to Philly and just be talking to people, hey, don't know who the hell she's talking to, or who they are, or anything, but, um, shout out, everybody looked great, everybody looked fantastic, it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of nice suits in there, I gotta admit, this one dude, I don't know who he was, he had on a blue Louis, uh, it was Eve's YSL blue tuxedo with like this pattern on that shit was clean, my brother. I don't know who you were. I ain't know, you know, I ain't no groupie niggas. So I ain't, you know, I ain't know you like that. So I ain't gonna be like, yo, but your shit was clean, my nigga. Like, I, wherever you got that from, my dude, that joint was clean. That shit was like a blue and it had like this black brocade pattern on it. It was nice. It was nice. Um, um, Everybody looked really nice. It wasn't nobody in there looking crazy. Um, you know, people went all out. So, shout out to Bourbon Ball. Everybody looked great. It was a fight after, but whatever. Um, I'm too old for that shit. Um, we went out after Brooklyn someplace. You know, I don't know shit about Brooklyn. I didn't know where I was. Somebody said we was in... I don't know where the fuck we was. I don't know shit from Brooklyn. All I know is right across the bridge, Brooklyn... And, and I know a little bit of part of um, Best Style by No String Engage because I used to see this girl over there, so I know that part. That's about it. Other than that, psh, couldn't tell you. All right. So, we'll know. So let's hit up this recent news about Cam Newton, your boy Cam Newton, uh, smirking and condescending to the female reporter because she asked him about routes. You know, I don't like Cam. I, I ain't never really liked Cam. I haven't thought, I, I've not... I thought that dude was was whack since the um, Super Bowl when he threw the little uh, temper tantrum. I thought that I've been thinking that dude is whack since then because that was like the most unprofessional, dumbest shit I have ever seen. And everybody in their mom bent over and made excuses because that's what y'all do. But that shit was unfucking professional. Like you ain't the first motherfucking quarterback in the history of nothing to lose a, a Super Bowl. Every year somebody loses a Super Bowl and they gotta go in there and answer questions. So I ain't like them since. I knew this nigga was a clown since then. Um. You a grown-ass man, and they're throwing a temper tantrum like a child. Well, he was upset. Okay, well, nigga, it's, you can wait as long as you want to to come out. Every quarterback, every year, a quarterback loses the Super Bowl, and they be upset. And they manage to come out there and conduct themselves with some kind of decorum and professionalism. And I just, I, I knew that nigga was a clown. So, that's all I'm going to say. And he, right with that stupid-ass font. And I swear to God, I, I will bet money it's because that dumb nigga don't know how to get that shit off his phone. Like, he probably put it on there once, thought it was cute, thought it was funny. Now he just typing in it because he just fucking stuck and probably don't know how to get that shit off. So, I don't like him. I ain't never liked him. He dressed like a clown. Nigga look like uh, Chicken George. He be out there all lives mattering. Whatever. Um, I don't like him. So, Ugh. move on to this Vegas shooting I'm not going to talk a lot on this I told y'all this is not going to be a long episode and it's really not because I just don't have a lot to say and I'm tired Um. so the Vegas shooter uh, a guy, I forgot his name I'm not going to look it up because fuck him he uh, went to the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Casino I want to talk about this shooting because, and I hope y'all don't Y'all know I have a military background and an intel background, and, I, you know, I'm, 
warlike individual and I was in Afghanistan. So I take it, take what I'm, take my tone in that matter. Like, don't think I'm like reveling in this shit or anything, but I, I just have to remark on a few things because I had, and I have questions. I have a lot of questions. So he went to the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay casino. He opened the window or so he smashed out a window, which I had. That was my first question. Cause as soon as they said that he shot from the hotel, because I, have shot at things and been shot at and went places and I was in Afghanistan I've done some things and so I all when shit like this happens I always think about tactical practical shit I know everybody else be horrified not me cause I done shot at niggas and I had niggas shot at me and I just look at shit different and the first thing I thought when they said when they said that he had shot so many people from 50, or at the time that it broke, I think I think they were, I think it was up to 58 now, but he had got 50 people. The first thing I thought of was, did he have a sniper rifle? Because 50 is a lot of goddamn people to hit with an automatic rifle from as far away as he was. He was very far away. Now, a lot of people don't know about guns and don't know about really shooting. They tend to think that things are harder than they are and you got to be a super, uh, you know, winter soldier. You don't. You really don't. If you have a rifle with a scope and you are anywhere less than... So Marines, we shoot... Our, our range shooting is... is our, Marines are known for their for being able to shoot. I mean, we're riflemen. Every Marine is a rifleman first. That's our, that's our claim to fame is that we know how to shoot. So, our rifle range test is like the hardest of all of the military because we have to qualify at 500 yards. That's five football fields. So, you have to be able to shoot accurately from 500 yards in order to get past the gun range to graduate to become a Marine. So, we are known for our shooting. So, but anything with a rifle, not a handgun, but a rifle, 200, 300 feet, that's nothing. That's anybody who knows shooting, you know when you put that when you put that rifle up to your that sight up to your eye and you look. Two hundred, three hundred I mean, I'm not saying anybody can do it. You gotta know how to shoot, you gotta know what you're doing. But it's you know, people tend to think like with the Dallas shooting, everybody was like, Oh, there's no way. He had to be more than one person. Who can who can shoot that? It's really that any two hundred, three hundred feet is that's nothing. That's a pot shot. This dude though was not taking pot shots. This dude was very far away. Now, he if he had a sniper rifle, no problem, because a sniper rifle at that distance will make your... I look through... When I look through a... If I look through a scope on a sniper rifle at that distance, it'll be just like you're sitting in my lap. That's how close... That's how easy it will be to shoot you. Like, that's how, many, how much magnified you would be at that distance if I had a sniper rifle, as if you were, like, right in my lap. Pop. No problem. But... With the machines that the, the guns that he had, the, the automatics that he had to, to to hit the number of people he did. Now he was shooting down, which is always an advantage to shoot down on people because you could just spray wherever. But I was just shocked by the accuracy, because I'm not shocked by the 500 people hurt because I could see people scrambling, people getting hit, you know, here and there. But to get that many people from the distance that he had, and I know he had a lot of guns, but once you're that far away, and that's not a sniper rifle, that's just a regular AR, or um, he had ARs, I think they said, or whatever he had, and and I heard, I heard the shooting, it's not like he was, it's not like he was picking, it's not like he was, you know, pop, 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 
pop, reload, pop, 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 reload, pop, pop. So that's not what he was doing. He was, he was getting, he was getting them niggas. That's what he was doing. So that's just you stick your gun out and you just, and you just pulling and you just sweeping. Hit a lot of people for that from that distance because at that when you start getting at those distances and those heights, um, you have to account for wind and and stuff like that when you're shooting. So snipers, part of what they a lot of what they learn in sniper school is like when you go from a distance, bullets curve. You have the wind, so you have to adjust. Like if you're shooting somebody from a mile out, you have to you know you have to. It's called leading. You have to lead it a little bit because you have to give you have to allow for the bullet to settle, to drop, to spin, and for the wind to hit it. So if you want to target to hit it right on the target, you have to adjust. So the fact that he got that many people from that distance with that kind of weapon is shocking to me. So that was some good shooting. And I'll I mean people are dead, it's a tragedy, I'm not saying it like that, but he this is gonna lead to what I'm gonna say later. That was good shooting. That's not somebody who's not familiar with guns. That's not somebody who's never shot before. That was good shooting because that 50 people is a whole lot. He was really not that. He wasn't super far. He wasn't super far, but for the kind of weapons he had, not he in, in the way he shot. We all heard it. I mean, he was going. That joint was thundering, and that shit was for nine or ten minutes. People running, and he just firing. He got fifty people. That's good shooting. So that's not just spraying crazy. Like you gotta, you gotta be really be hit to kill them, to kill them, not just to hit them or to injure them. He was dropping people. That's good shooting. So. That's not somebody that is not knowing about guns and don't nobody know why he got guns. That's that's not possible. That was the first thing I thought about. Second thing I thought about was how did he get the window open? Because to my knowledge, in any hotel to prevent suicides and all kind of stuff, you can't open windows that far or that high because they don't want people jumping out because they don't want people jumping out. Plus, it's a liability if somebody jumps out of your hotel and kills somebody on the ground, you can get sued. There's a whole bunch of reasons why those windows aren't open. So I was like, how did he get the window open that wide to shoot people? Because again, it wasn't he wasn't he didn't he wasn't sniping them because a snipe is pop, pop, pop. That wasn't what he was doing. He, he was lighting them up, so I was like, you got, you, he had, that window couldn't be, if he was sniping them, he could have had it just a sliver, and just, you know, lined them up, so I was like, how did he, cause, and everybody like, oh, he shot the wind, folks, 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 listen, it doesn't work like the movies, those hotels, they have tempered reinforced glass, you can shoot the glass, yes, if you shoot it, it'll shatter, you know how like in your car, when a rock hits your glass, your glass doesn't pop out, it shatters, it has those little lines, that's for safety, Sorry, <clears throat> that's what tempered glass does because they don't want it to fly out and injure people. So it'll crack, it'll crack, it'll crack, it'll crack, it'll crack, it'll crack, and eventually, you know. And, and when you shoot it, it'll have the bullet holes in it, but the window will not. The window will just crack. It won't shatter out. It'll crack, 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 and then eventually, maybe you can kick it out, or you can just take the gun and, you know, pull it out, just like a car. A car. If you ever seen a car windshield, that's it's, that's the same way. <clears throat> So that's why I was asking. Of course I know that he could shoot it, but if he had shot it, they would have heard him shooting that glass. And he again, he would not have been able to hit 50 people because he would have been aiming to get the glass, not down at the people. The bullets would have got hit by the glass. He wouldn't have, so that was my first question. Then I was like, okay, but maybe he could have just taken the rifle butt 
smash the window, once you get that one, you know, hole, then just make the hole bigger, and that's, I think that's what he did, from the picture, it looked like that's what he did, they actually, they said he had a hammer, so he probably took the hammer, he took the hammer, smashed the glass, well, you just need a little piece out, and then once you get that little piece out, then you can poke out the other stuff, cool, cause I was like, there's no way he shot that, they would have heard it, they would have heard him shooting that glass out, because he wouldn't, he would have had a thing, he'd had to do it a few times to make the glass enough to where he could push it out, or whatever he was gonna do, so I knew that's not what he did, so I was confused, like, I was like, I don't understand how they didn't hear him, they would've got to him before he could've got all those people, and definitely before he could've been shooting for nine, ten minutes, somebody would've heard him, so they, but they said he had a hammer, once again, nigga bought a hammer, he thought about it, just like I did, how I'm gonna get this glass out, people who shoot know that, cause everybody on the internet was like, oh, he probably just shot it out, they don't know, they don't know, so he knew he was gonna need something to break that window, and it wasn't gonna be them guns, again, not somebody who is new to weapons, or new to shooting, he planned that shit, and he knew he was gonna have to break that window, and he was gonna have to be quick about it, if he was gonna get off all the rounds he wanted to get off, okay, so, that was the first question I had, then, you know, as things come out during the day, they said he had two, they, he had all these guns set up, some of them had scopes, um, you know, all I can say is, th- thank God, that he did it the way he, if he, if he would've used a rifle with a scope, he would've got many more people, I'm telling you right now, because they would not have been, a machine gun makes a lot of noise, it's, it's, it's a brr, brr, you can, you can hear where it's coming from, you can find it, you can hear it, echo, you can hear where it's coming from, and you can see the, 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 um, what do you call it, you can see the, the rounds coming out, like it sparks, it gets, you can see it, if it, that nigga would've had a sniper rifle, a sniper rifle, that's, boom, 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 pick that shit up, go to another window, boom, boom, pick it up, go to another window, boom, they would've, he could have got a hundred people, he could have did that forever, if he would have kept moving, they, it would have took a long time for them to figure it out, because they wouldn't have been able to triangulate him, they would have figured out probably that he's coming from the hotel, and I'm sure the fact that he broke the window out, made it much easier, because all they had to do was see the, the window was broke, but if he would have just opened it a little bit, put a scope on the rifle, and God forbid a silencer, and just been shooting, he could have killed everybody out there, depending on how much ammo he had, so, I don't know, I don't know what his plan was, maybe, I don't know, maybe they got to him too quick once he started shooting, but it could have been a lot worse, when I read about all the rifles that was in there and everything he's had set up, it could have been a lot worse, cause he could have, he could have killed, he could have got, the way the sniper, the way a sniper rifle works, he could have dropped, he could have, he could have dropped 10 or 20 people before anybody even really realized what was going on, because he could have went, got one, bam, that person drops, confusion over there, go on to the other side, bam, drop somebody else, you could've, it would've took a minute for everybody to realize that there was a snipe, that's how a dude in Texas, Charles Whitman, that's how he got on the people, because when you up like that and you just hitting, and you just picking people off, it, it takes a people while to figure out what's going on where you're shooting from, where you're gonna shoot from next, he had the whole suite, so I don't know what made him change his mind, I don't know why he started with that burst I don't know, but I know he could have killed a lot more people because when when they first said 50, I was like, oh, he must have been sniping, but he wasn't. 
he just hit him with a machine gun, and that's, you know, that's that he still got a lot. I still have a lot. I, I still need to know how he did that because that is that is a lot of people and from that distance. If he don't went, if he'd have been down there, I'd have been like, oh yeah, no problem. You get fifty people easy. But he was up and and across the street and across the uh, there was like a, a road and like that p- plaza where they were at was not close. Um. So the story is he had fired so many rounds he did, like, listen, I've been in firefights dude, a two minute, three minute firefight seems like an eternity and it is it is to be shooting back and forth, two minutes three minutes is a long time, that's they shooting at you, bop, 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 bop you down, bop, bop, for two, three minutes back and forth that's a long, long time, two, three minute shootouts most shootouts last 20 10, 20 seconds, cause either somebody gun shy, or you know they run off, or you know whatever y'all get y'all get the fuck out of dodge. So two, three minutes is long. Nine, ten minutes sustained automatic rifle fire is an eternity. He, I heard that he was firing on them for a long time, my nigga. Nine, ten minutes is crazy. That's some storming the beach at Normandy shit. Just when a nigga just. nigga just, just lighting you up, and you just gotta stay down till he run out, or he gotta change, or his barrel gets too hot, that's a long, 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 long time, Jesus, like, I heard that shit, and I was like, god damn, he is lighting them up, um, I know them people was terrified, had to be, I would have been scared with that line, like, what the, what the fuck is he ever gonna stop shooting because when you shooting that long and you up and you don't know where you coming from you can't really, well I'm gonna run you just gotta pin down, you just gotta pin down and try to wait because just, you, as soon as you pop up and it got you so you gotta, that's, and that's probably how he got so many people cause you, you just gotta and that's when somebody's just lighting you up, there was no pause there was no, okay he stopped, let's try to run, or like you either gotta run right away and keep going, I hope he don't get you, but if, if, if you don't, if you miss it, you just gotta pin down, because that nigga was lighting them up for 10 minutes of sustained fire that is crazy, that's that's, that's crazy um, so, they said that it was so much smoke, the reason they caught him is that the, the gun smoke, the cordite, was so smoky in the room, that it set the fire alarm off, I have questions about that, I don't know too much about fire alarms, but I do know smoke from gunfights, and I, and I, it's not like a, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess smoke alarms are designed to detect any smoke, but smoke from gunfights is not like fire smoke, though, it's more like, um, it's not like the smoke when you cook, it's not like smoke, for, it's more like, um, like a fireworks, like, you know, when you set off fire, that, that real light smoke, it's smoke, but it's not really smoke, like, it don't make you cough or nothing like that, it's just like a real light, puffy smoke, so, I was wondering if that would set the fire alarm off, but I, I guess it would, like, they, you know, I, I guess they're sensitive, because it's a hotel, so they have a higher liability, so, perhaps, and I mean, actually, nah, that actually, now nah, I think about it, if, if the room was so full up of smoke that it set the alarm off, yeah, it probably would, it probably was a lot of smoke in that room, 
because he was shooting for 10 minutes. Um, but, you know, people were like, oh, well, how could he get all them guns in a hotel? Easy, man, easy. You could first, you could bring ammo in a, in a, in a gym bag, a backpack, in a bag. Them guns could have all been, dis- he had 10, 12, 17. They could have all been disassembled. You can pull them in at one suitcase, bro, or two suitcases. Like, like it ain't that, like, you know, that ain't that hard. You want to, ca- you want a casino for a whole weekend. Do you go, they don't check your bags. Like, you at, yo, I need, can I get the, um, what's the roller thing called? The pulley, hey, I need help with this. They'll go get the pulley. You put the suitcase on there, that should, uh, one suitcase, if those, rep- if those weapons are disassembled, you can have nine, ten guns in one suitcase. So, you know, ammo on the backpack, ammo on the gym bag. It, it's not hard over a weekend to do that. It's not like he was walking through the lobby holding the rifles. Like, don't be stupid. Um, and it's nothing you could do about that. Everybody talking about they're going to check your bag. No, you're not going to check my bags. It's, it's That's ridiculous. Like, it's nothing, you know, that if, if hotels think they're going to start searching people's bags because somebody might bring weapons in, then no. That's not what we're going to do. Like, it's just, it's a terrible tragedy. It's other ways you can prevent it. Number one, by having some kind of gun control so you can't get guns like that in the first place. Getting rid of the exception that allows people to modify uh, uh, non-automatics or semi-automatics to fully automatic. It's, it's things you can do besides researching people's shit in the hotel. Like, that's not going to work. Airbnb going to get all the money if that's what y'all going to start doing because, no. Um... You could check IDs, for one, they said that he checked in with, he, they said, see, I don't know, I have questions about the girlfriend, but supposedly they say he forged her ID in some kind of way, which I have questions about, because if he showed up and she wasn't there, which according to them, she was out of the country, so that means he showed up and checked in with a woman's ID and the woman wasn't there, so I mean, it's things you can do, besides that, that could probably have prevented that before, you know, searching bags and all this nonsense I'm hearing people talk about. Um... So, yeah, that was my other question. So the second one is, and y'all know if y'all listen, I have said this on here before. I said it with the San Bernardino uh, shooting, that these family members, they get on the news, and they always claim nobody saw anything and nobody knows they lie. They be lying. Because, as I said before, his brother was like, oh, no, he's a regular guy, he eats real, he's not a gun nut. You're not going to tell me that this guy who got, audit, who, who knows how, who know how to adjust a, not, a semi-automatic to make it fully automatic, who got 17 weapons, who set them all up around a room with scopes, and who fucking machine gunned 58 people dead from the 32nd floor after bringing a hammer to break out the glass so that he could shoot these people accurately with an a, a fully automatic long gun. You're not gonna tell me that he's not a gun nut and he's never uh, shot before and you don't know where he got all these guns from. It's no way in the world. That's somebody that's very familiar with firearms. That's somebody who's very good with firearms, and that's somebody came here to use those firearms, number one and number two, they said that he used to go hunting in Alaska, I don't know nobody that goes hunting in Alaska that's not a gun nut or a survivalist or white supremacist or both them the only niggas that go hunting, to go to Alaska period, and to go to Alaska to go hunting, because hunting in Alaska ain't no squirrels and raccoons, you can get that shit anywhere, people go out there to hunt moose and I don't know, whatever alien fucking life forms they got out there them the only niggas that go to, they got whole shows on A&E about the weirdo motherfuckers that be in Atlanta hunting, I mean, sorry, in Alaska hunting, so as soon as I knew that, I knew the shit was a lie, so, the family, they always get out there, we don't know, we didn't have no, now listen, 
he's a grown man, his brother's a grown man, is it possible that this dude could be hiding stuff and his brother didn't have no idea, yes it is, I'm not saying it's not possible, I'm saying I don't believe that brother, because he sounds like all the people who know something probably was going on, but now they don't want to look bad by saying nothing, sound, number one, and number two, the second thing that he said out of his mouth when they asked him about old girl was, I thought he had hurt her, so that means that you were that worried about, that means clearly that him and her have had some issues or some arguments, or he been abusing her or something, you knew something, your first reaction was that he had hurt her, that's not some, oh, well, my brother just talks crazy, but I didn't think nothing of it. His first reaction was that he thought he had hurt her. So that means it got, whatever it was between them was so bad to where you thought he might have killed her. That ain't normal. So that's the second reason I know you're lying. And as we know, it has become apparent, these, these shooters, they, one of the, one of the prime um, signifiers, red flags, indicators, things that these guys always have in common when you check their records is, is history of abuse and harassment against women. Always, 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 always. And it's coming out now in little trickles that the, the lady at the Starbucks where they stayed and a couple of people and his brother who said, oh, I thought he killed her, um, that he would berated her in public, and he was abusive to her, uh, uh, verbally abusive to her, and, I don't know, call me crazy, but I always think verbally abusive just means he ain't beating her ass in public, but when they get home, he be, cause I don't know any man, I don't know, I don't know, I ain't never been with no abusive nigga, don't know nothing about abusive nigga, but I, I've seen them, you know, out, and we all know of them, and I've just don't, never known of somebody to just be verbally abusive that was not also physically abusive, like, I, I don't understand I've never seen a nigga that is humiliating his wife or girlfriend in public and making a scene of being an asshole in public to go home when nobody was around and not beating her ass, so I always think those are one of the same uh, I just don't I, I, I don't know um, how those could be different um, so they they discounted the girlfriend, I thought rather quickly honestly when it first occurred and they were looking for the girlfriend, I thought that they were going forever, they were going to find a girlfriend uh, dead at home cause like he probably had killed her first and then came to the hotel and figured it out that's what I thought was going to occur cause that's what happens a lot of times um, that's the, they, the other recent the shooting they had recently, I can't remember there's been so many that's um, the, the Newtown shooting, the, the, the boy had killed the mom first, they found her, she, he shot her first before he went to kill the kids, that's usually what they do, um, but turns out she was out of the country, so they said, well, we don't think she's involved because she was out of the country, me, being a former intel officer that I have, the background that I have, the way I watch ID, I don't trust a motherfucking body, my spidey senses tingled right away, cause I was like, okay, I think it's real funny that on the weekend that this nigga decides to go to Vegas, Vandalay Bay, got all these weapons that he clearly had to have at his home, could not have just got that weekend and got them all in a hotel, he clearly had to move them from his home, and he got this shit all set up around the, the, the um, hotel, and y'all live together, but magically on a weekend where he goes and shoots all these people, you happen to be out the country. Now, I don't know how long she had been out of the country, maybe she had been out of the country for a while, they haven't said, but all I'm saying is, if I, if I knew this nigga was crazy, and I knew this nigga was, a, you know, some kind of gun nut, and was talking about shooting some shit up or whatever, but I wasn't gonna do nothing about it, or I just didn't want to be involved with it, 
or I just didn't want to be blamed, I didn't want nobody to say, well, why you didn't say nothing, I might just leave the country and act like I ain't know nothing about it or, you know, nobody said nothing to me. And that's, listen, let me tell you, and y'all know what I've done before. I tell y'all, you know, I was profiling and all that. And it's little phrases, non-committal, we call them non-committal denials or general denials that people use. And I know lay people, you know, y'all don't get it. Y'all just, y'all just, it sound normal to you. This is the whole thing back to the cereal. When I was trying to tell people about the cereal podcast, why I think Anon was lying and I was telling this stuff. They were like, well, I say that, that doesn't mean anything. I'm like, it don't mean nothing to you because you're not trained and you're not experienced at talking to people who lie and you're not experienced at profiling people and you're not experienced at interviewing people and you're not experienced and, and figuring out who's telling the truth or not so it don't sound like nothing to you but I guarantee you there are certain things, little ticks, little phrases that people who are lying tend to use to, to distance themselves from the lie that they are telling or to distance themselves from the, the, the thing that, that, that they have done but don't want to take responsibility for certain little ways they say things, totally harmless if you don't know what to look for but indicate that a person is not being truthful and one, it's like little children when you ask a child something and they don't want to lie directly so they say well did you, did you know that you know your father was did you know that your father was, I don't know, whatever, didn't go to work today? Well, he didn't say anything to me about it. That doesn't mean you didn't know. I asked you, did you know? That's a yes or no question. You say, well, he didn't say anything to me about it, so you're denying, but you're, little things like that, when you interview, when we interrogate, interview, whatever you want to call it, people to try to figure, we look, it's those little things that give you away. So, sometimes it is that they didn't say anything to them about it, but usually they'll elaborate on that, the other one I don't know, or not, you know little things so when, when she says they, I read today, and they were like, you know they're questioning her, and now in LA, and she's like no, I didn't, he never said anything to me about it, number one let's examine that statement, here's why, here's, here's why it's a tell here's why it's a tell, because if like I just said, if you ask that question, the answer is yes or no. Yes, I knew he was going to do all this. Yes, I saw these weapons. Yes, this, that, and the other. I called, but they didn't listen. Whatever the case, or no, I had no idea. I never saw the guns. When you say something like he never said nothing to me, the first thing is, well, why would he? How how does that make sense? Who said? Who says to somebody, oh, hey, I'm going to go shoot this hotel up? If they do, you should say something. But that is not a natural response to. Hey, did you know him? He was like, no, I didn't know anything. I mean, his brother, his brother had more of a natural response, but he was lying too. But you said, no, I didn't know anything. I mean, yeah, he, you know, he watches Fox and he spouts off and everything, but I mean, he never did anything. And, and you know, he'll check his record. He don't know record. He never really did nothing. He'd just be talking shit. I ain't never seen no guns. I didn't think he was going to do nothing like this. I mean, we was only there for a weekend. Who thinks? That's what you say. He never said anything that's very non-committal. That's very, yeah, I saw him stacking these guns, and yeah, he's crazy, and yeah, he's abusive, but he never told me that he was actually going to go shoot these people. Little stuff like that. So, again, we don't know. It's very early, but I was very distrustful of her, and I'm not saying that she was involved, uh, but I'm, I'm, if he, she lived with, I'm saying, same way I said with the San Bernardino people, it's no way you live with this man. He's dialing, stockpiling all these guns, all his ammo, we don't know what the motive was, but we, unless he just went to Vegas and just lost his mind in those three days, you would have to think that he's been griping or about something, 
or at the very least, hey man, um, you know, I noticed you got a lot of guns and ammos in here. What's what is all this? Is um something on your mind? You feeling away? You know, something. It didn't come out the blue. So, um, I, I, you know, so if you tell me you're living in a house with a man who's piling all this and who has gotten to the point, you know, where he did what he did and you just didn't see anything, like, I don't believe that. I mean, yeah, is it possible? I mean, that people can hide things? Of course, of course, of course, of course. And I'm telling you, it is. It's totally possible. I'm well aware of that. Again, in my past line of work, I am well aware of that. Um, that's why I don't trust anybody. But, you know, I just, that's, I, I find that hard to believe. So, um, I'm not saying I think she was involved, but I'm saying that I think that she may have known the same way I said with the Orlando shooter. I didn't believe her story either because I just don't, the, his parents, his wife, it's, I just don't believe you're living in a house with these people. These people are getting, rat, whatever you want to call it, radicalized or foxinized, whatever, whatever you want to call it. They've been watching Fox or Al Jazeera, whatever they, whatever these people are doing prior to when they do these acts and you're not noticing this, and you're, and, and there's, you know, and you're, and you're, and, and you see them bringing in weapons, and you see them, you know, Googling, always on the internet, or just talking crazy, like, people, I, I just never believed them, I never believed the family from my experience, they, oh, somebody always know, now they, they may not know the extent, I'm not saying they're always, they're always signed, but they always know something, and then after the fact, it's always, they're completely innocent, because nobody wants to be responsible, and they don't want to be blamed. Um, and in some cases, like the Orlando shooter, and I think maybe this one too, um, you know, I think people, I mean, you, you don't have a duty to, I mean, you can't control another person, but like with the Orlando shooter's wife, when you drive somebody to some place with some weapons, and they're saying they're gonna shoot some people, and all you gotta do is make a a phone call, and you can save people's lives, and you don't, I think you should be charged with something, accessory to murder, uh, something, because I just think you have a responsibility to uh, call the police or alert somebody. Now, if you alert them and the police don't do anything, because we know police in this country are not the greatest, but you've done your part. Then you can get on the news and be like, I called them, I told them, I, I filed the reports, I did everything. Okay, fine, I'll accept that. But, you know, I just, these people, they they be knowing, and, and, and they be lying. The brother perhaps, the only, the only benefit of the doubt I will give the brother is that he didn't live with him, he didn't live with him, he sound far away, he sound like he didn't maybe see him all the time, so, it is possible that the brother did not know, I, I will give the brother that legal, because y'all don't live together, but that chick, I don't believe that she had no idea, y'all live together, I, I don't believe the brother anyway, because like I said, he said, I thought he had killed, so that means he, if he thought he he had hurt her, that means he's in touch with them too enough to know that they have issues between them, or they've had problems between them, or he's been abusive to her, to where he, his first thought, when he, they called about his brother, was that he had hurt that woman, so, I'm giving, you know, I'm giving you a sliver of leeway of maybe not knowing about all the guns, but again, I don't believe that either, because he said he was a hunter, and if you're that much in his business, that you thought that he may have killed the girl, then I think that you know that he has these guns also, and that he has this temper or whatever the fuck is wrong with him, I don't know, personally everybody getting spun up, call it terrorism, so now on to my second point, the point that really irritated me, I'm like, I'm really getting tired, like, I don't think you guys realize how bad of a situation we are in, how fucked up it is, even if we get Trump out of here, the damage is irreparable it, it, it will take a, our, our lifetimes, 
Look how long it took us to get to Obama. Okay? And it'll take us probably that much longer to fix by the time we get this dude out of here. If we get this dude out of here. Imagine if we don't. Cause he'll get reelected again. Cause we're all still fucking stupid as fuck, and nobody has learned any lessons from the first time. And he'll get elected again. And the Democrats is, ain't got nobody worth a damn either. Can, after eight, we won't survive eight years of this dude. So if Robert Mueller does not get him out of here, we will be another perhaps a hundred years, if ever, because these motherfuckers are not too far from a constitutional convention that they can call and put us all back in fucking slavery. Okay. So, you know, I, I don't know what it's going to take for people to stop with the bullshit and, and stop getting spun up on things that don't matter. The day that these people are, are killed, we don't even know the motive, and everybody on Twitter talking about calling them a terrorist. Let me tell you something. Google the word terror. This, this is not the time to be playing semantics, and this is not the time to be getting spun up on dumb shit. I understand that there's a double standard, and I understand that they don't treat uh, if this was I, if this was a Muslim, it would have been called terror right away. I get that. I understand that point. What I'm saying is that's, that 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 doesn't matter, and this is why it doesn't matter because that's a wrong definition. Terrorism has a specific definition. It's not just somebody does something you're terrified. That's not what terror means. Terror is when somebody uses terror tactics, the installation of fear, um, to to forward a political, ideological, or, um, I think sociological's in there, goal. In other words, I, I want Western democracy to fall, or I want to install a caliphate, or I want socialist, whatever the case, I want, my goal is a political goal, and I am using terror as a tactic to achieve that goal, I am a Klansman, I want white supremacy, or I'm a neo-Nazi, I want niggas back on their place and the slaves or whatever, and so I'm gonna burn a cross, or I'm gonna lynch people, or I'm gonna, you know, do whatever I gotta do to keep the system how it is, that is terror, everything that happens that scares you is not terror, and it serves no purpose to be hollering about you, basically what your argument is they're applying this standard wrong to these people and so they should apply the standard wrong evenly I would rather get it right, I would rather call terrorism terrorism so we can combat it properly and I would rather call things that are if it's domestic terrorism call it domestic terrorism so we can combat it properly, I'm not interested in this, well they call uh, Muslims and black people terrorists that's silly shit to me I'm sorry, it's silly shit, it serves no purpose. Because whether they call it terrorism or not, whether they, <coughs> whether the news people start calling it whatever they want to call it, it it's just not going to make a difference. It's not going to change the way police respond. It's not going to change the way government responds. So, like, you win a moral victory. Yay, they called him a terrorist too. Okay, and... So... You know, I'm sick of that type of shit. We just, every little thing, y'all running off chasing dumb shit. That's how Trump got here in the first place. Worrying about the emails. And and and, and worrying about the, the, the DNC. And worrying about all that sabotage and Bernie and all this fucking stupid shit. That y'all got so, and Jill Stein and all this shit. That y'all got so spun up around. And got this motherfucker elected. I'm, I'm And it's like, you would think 
after we do all that shit and hit a wall, and now we got this motherfucker ruining our lives and our children's lives, that everybody would wake the fuck up and snap out of it, but nah, everybody just still going full-blown, it doesn't matter, I don't care about your, your stupid English argument, your philosophical, social, whatever the fuck argument, about how the double standard in the media, I don't give a fuck, the media's a joke, they're clowns, that's not gonna, that's not important to me, I understand what you were saying about the Muslim, but who cares about that, this motherfucker, you know what's important, Citizens United, because that's how we can't get gun control, because corporations are people, and they're allowed to lobby and pour millions of dollars in to push their causes, that's how come, I'm worried about that, Citizens United is how come the country is so fucked up now, because corporations are people, basically, with Citizens United, okay, I'm worried about voter suppression, because that's what they're, that's how they're taking over, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, she got way more people to vote for her, but the reason Donald Trump is president is because of electoral votes, the reason Donald Trump is president is because of gerrymandering, they gerrymander the sectors so that they win regardless, so it's not a democracy, we, the majority, the majority is not ruling, it's this minority, the small tiny minority who is doing the districts how they want so that they never lose, that's not the will of the people, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about things that matter, results, things that make a goddamn difference. Not all this bullshit, stupid shit that every five minutes here y'all come with. That's not important. We don't have time for that anymore. The time for worrying about that dumb shit is past. If Hillary Clinton was in office, we could do all this little decorative shit. The house is on fire, and y'all worried about the goddamn curtains. The curtains is gone. They burnt. We don't have time for that. We don't. We don't have time for these little petty. The times are changing. I don't know what it's going to take for y'all to realize this shit is different now. We 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 trying to survive. It's no longer hey, you know, they got a bigger piece of chicken than me. We should have the same side. Hey, nigga, it's about to not be no chickens for nobody. And I don't understand why y'all can't understand that. I don't understand why everybody's just still running off at the mouth on the dumbest shit ever. Like none of this shit matters. Even. God forbid, the, the, the hurricane response, him shooting the paper towels, I get it, it's horrible, but like, I'm not, just still, I'm not concerned, he's a moron, no matter what happens, he's a moron, he's not gonna change, but North Korea is still over there, um, doing whatever the fuck they do, and waiting for us to, to, to get froggy, that's important, so, I, 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 like, I don't know how else to put it, like, we are down to what they call crunch time, like there, there's a time when things are good, and when things, you know, everybody is is happy, and everybody has stuff that you can worry about, little shit, like what the newspaper calls people, but those days are over now, is what I'm trying to get y'all to understand, we are down to bare bones, and we need to focus on the things that are important, that are going to lead to action, that is going to help us, or not sink us any further, we are losing, we are losing, 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 bad, battle after battle after battle after battle, you know what happens when you lose a whole lot of battles, eventually you use the, you lose the war, okay, so, I, I, I'm just, I don't have no more patience for theatrics, half of these, this shit y'all be complaining and fussing and fighting about is so not important, it really don't matter, it doesn't affect anything, if they get up tomorrow and start calling every shooter a, ter- a terrorist, what do that mean, then what, now what, how does it help us, okay, yeah, we got, we got, we got the wrong definition of terrorists applied equally, because I, we don't know what this guy's motive is, so, 
Why are you yelling for him to be called a terrorist? You don't know if he's a terrorist. You don't know if he's just a crazy nut who snapped because he's broke, because he's been gambling all his money away, and he's flat broke, because they say he come into the casino and he got all this money, but he's in the casino gambling constantly. I don't know anybody who has a lot of money who's constantly gambling in the casino. That's somebody like somebody who's gambling and losing and trying to come back and win his money back and perhaps is going broke. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. But we don't know if it's a political... The point is, how silly do you sound calling for him to be called a terrorist when you don't know the motive? You don't know if he's a terrorist. If it turns out that he's a, uh, a, one of these militia guys, or if it turns out he's a white supremacist or one of these Dylan Roof dudes, and he did that because he, you know, he yay Trump or whatever, then fine. Yeah, okay, at that point he's a terrorist. But you don't know that yet. And to be fucking so, like, dead set on this is what they have to call him, it's just silly to me, it just doesn't make any sense to me, you don't know, you, you don't know why he did it, he could just be a nut, there are people who commit mass shootings because they're nuts, they're not terrorists, every random act of violence is not a terrorist, like, it's just not, words mean things, if you're gonna call it everything, then it's just silly, it doesn't mean anything anymore, okay, every lynching is a murder, but every murder is not a lynching, if we just gonna call every person that gets dead that's black a lynching, then it's just silly. Then lynchings don't mean anything. Okay? It's a, a lynching is a specific type of killing. It's a racially motivated killing. It's terror. Terrorism has a specific meaning. So, I just... I, I've, I thought it was silly all along, but that day when these people, like, we just don't, we just still getting, the numbers of who's dying is still rising in this, and this is what y'all going back and forth with all day, just re-clicking, oh, they're doing, they're trying to do anything and not call him a terrorist. They don't know that he's a terrorist in this particular case. Perhaps in other cases they have done that, sure, but this particular case, they don't know. So it would be, it would be dumb to call him a terrorist when we might find out that, I don't know, this motherfucker just got diagnosed with brain cancer, and figured, fuck it, I'll go gamble away my life savings, and then shoot everybody up, and go out in a blaze of glory, that's not a terrorist, it doesn't just mean you're afraid, it doesn't just mean you're terrified, look it up, no matter of fact, here, let's, let's look it up together, let's, let's Google definition terrorist, because I, I want y'all to know what it means, so, you don't think I'm just talking shit, okay, terrorist definition, here we go, a person who uses unlawful violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. Look at that. Look at that. Unlawfully using violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. That's what a terrorist is, okay? Ted Bundy ain't a terrorist. He's just a, just a serial killer. Um... Dylan Roof and, and uh, Dylan Klebold, whatever his name was, they're not terrorists. They just they just mass shooters. They didn't have any political aims. They was just pissed off white boys. So yeah, that really just irritated me because I just I just I'm I'm so tired of the theatrics. Everybody just gets wound up around the dumbest of things, the least important of things. It does not matter. The things that really matter, nobody's paying attention to because y'all worrying about who gets called a terrorist in the newspaper. 
this shit gonna look real silly 10 years from now when we back picking fucking cotton. And if I see one of you motherfuckers, I'm be like, oh, is we terrorists? Who's the terrorist? Is that guy over there is about to bust your ass with that whip? Is that a terrorist? Let's figure it out. Let's see. Fuck out of here. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's, that's all I gotta say on that. Um, so, moving on. So, shout out to Rachel. I found a name for this next section. We're gonna call it Genghis Kicks when I'm doing kicks, and we're gonna call it Thanks for Fashion if I'm doing something else. This week, I'm doing kicks. So, we're gonna call Genghis Kicks section. And, I got a few pair for y'all. So, y'all know the, uh, holidays is coming up. So, and, 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 and as always, I'm gonna put them on the, um, on my Instagram, which is Genghis G-E-N-G-H-I-S Kels. So, we got, these came out already. I didn't get them because I'm not spending money and I'm saving money. I really wanted them, but I did not get them. I'm being very good and I want my credit. So, the blue Jordan 6 flight suits came out. Nigga, I wanted them so bad. The only reason I, I so, I would really have gotten them. These would have been on my chart. I would have saved them, but I already got the blue cruises. And so, that would be two pair of blue shoes. And I'm like, eh, I got a pair of blue shoes. I'm trying to save money. Chill out. So, I didn't get them. But they're $190, and they're actually still available. So, you might be able to get them. And I know they're on eBay. I'm going to put them up. Um, they dope. Go ahead and, you know, highly recommend it. Then it's a pair of Air Force Ones coming. I'm sorry. Air Max Ones. <laughs> coming out, and they're like the olive green and the black, they olive green with like a black trim, new for fall, really dope they also have the red and white ones coming out, the old school, the first pair of um, Air Max ones was the red and white joints, they had the blue and white ones a couple months ago, and they'll probably get, get back to around them around Christmas, maybe November, but for right now they got these olive green ones, I'm gonna put them up they got black with a leather, really dope, and you could still get those, they're easy to find then the um Reebok workouts that I told y'all about they got another pair out now that's um, the wheat color, I go back and forth on the wheat color, sometimes I like the wheat color, sometimes I don't it really depends, um, sometimes I feel like it's doing the most these kind of dope though, like check them out they wheat with the blue, I'm not gonna get them but uh, they kind of fly you might like them, then the Charles Barkley's that I have been wanting them to release back in black forever. The 360 Air Max joints, Charles' first signature shoe that came out. They got it in wheat. And you know what? They kind of dope. I might have to cop them. I don't really, you know, do the wheat sneaks too much. But these right here, I I, I might get these. Y'all y'all will see them up there. They really dope. They not out yet. Um, be on the lookout for them. They really fly. So, I gotta check the release calendar for the Jordans. I know that, I think the tag, is it the taxis? The Jordan 10, 12s, are they 10 or 12? I can't remember, I'm tired. Um, might be coming back out for Christmas, but I gotta look and see which ones are coming out. Um, and I'm gonna let, and I'm gonna give them all to y'all, let y'all know the release dates and all of that. Um, Stance, my favorite socks. Stance, you know how they have, like, their celebrity, uh, special editions and different stuff, so I noticed for Halloween, they got the Michael Jackson Thriller set, they just popped, they just sent me an email about it today, so if you like Stance Socks, go, um, they have the Thriller, it's like a pack, um, they did it for Rihanna, they do it for a lot of people, they had a Biggie Smalls, they had, um, Will Smith, they got this one for, um, Michael Jackson, it's the, it's, uh, three pack of Thriller, it's kind of dope, they like red and black, um, you can go see them, I ain't gonna put them on, well maybe, I might put them up if I can find them on the Instagram, um, Alright, yeah, so that's my Genghis Kicks. 
Um, I, I probably should have put my my tux and thanks for fashion. Also, y'all go on my Instagram. Y'all y'all see my tux up there. I was fly, nigga. I was fly. I, I ain't I. I don't mind beating my own drum here. I looked good. Um. All right, y'all. So that's it. Thanks for listening to episode one twenty two of Thanks for Asking Kells Radio. Um. Shout out to all the new listeners. Tell your friends. Thanks for all y'all that I saw that Bourbon Ball that said y'all like this podcast. I, I know people listen to it, but I feel like nobody listens to it. But I know y'all do. Thank y'all so much. Um, I'm gonna keep improving it and you know changing it up. Um, it's fun for me though. I like this a lot. Um, so the email. Thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Um, the, the Twitter for the podcast is at thanks underscore for asking without the G. Everybody know my, my, um, Twitter is at KMGZ. Again, you can go on Patreon. That's P A T R E O N.com. Look up, uh, thanks for asking. And, um, if you want to donate, I appreciate it. This is, uh, I do this. I produce this all by myself. Um, yeah. And so what we going to call this episode Episode 122. Um, all right. I'm, I'm on the fucking roll of, of, of not having names by the end. I don't know what's going on. Um, usually, I, usually as I go along, I find things to say <laughs> to make a title. So, once again, I'll have the title uh, by the time it's posted. All right, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your week and your weekends. And, um... See y'all next week. Peace.